Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Glory Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is a weekly word. Welcome. Thanks for being with me. Today I want to tell you a little bit about a, a pastor. Uh, he was born in Pennsylvania in 1873. His name was Luther D. Reed. Um, he lived until 1972, so he was 99 years old when he died. Um, but he was interesting in the way that uh, um, he was born at a time where a lot of Lutheranism was doing worship and doing their services and, and their Bible studies and everything uh, in German. And he was born an American and English speaker, and he became pretty important in Lutheranism uh, as a professor at uh, Luther the Lutheran Theological Seminary in Philadelphia uh, for bringing Lutheran worship into English for American churches. He did a lot of work with uh, thinking about how do we bring the liturgy into English uh, so that congregations can gather around word and sacrament and live the life of faith as a, as a community and not just as, as individuals. Uh, he, he has a great quote. It goes like this. Private devotion is the duty and privilege uh, of the individual. It may well be artless, that is, spontaneous and free. Public worship, on the other hand, is the privilege and responsibility of the church. It must be ordered and administered. Now, I, I like what he recognizes there about the Christian life, that there are kind of two movements to it. Uh, on the one hand, uh, our, our Christian faith is personal. Uh, when, when people talk about having a personal faith, that, that's true. Uh, in the Apostles' Creed, we say, I believe, right? Uh, we don't say we believe. Uh, in the Apostles' Creed in particular, it's I believe. And uh, our faith is personal to each of us. And there is a personal relationship with, with Jesus. Uh, there's also this idea of a uh, uh, horizontal relationship, a relationship with other believers. And then that relationship with other believers also is connected to our relationship with Jesus our relationship with God. And, and that means that uh, we have this public aspect of our worship life. So the stuff that we do that's private or, or personal or, or maybe just within our family or maybe in a small informal setting, we tend to call that devotion. And there are all kinds of variations on that. And if you've been hanging out with me at all, you know that I, I'm, I'm really broad in terms of what I will include in uh, personal devotion. Then there's also this public worship aspect of our lives. We're, we're not intended to just be alone or, or just with our family. Uh, we are part of the body of Christ. And that's a bigger connection beyond just you know, the, the handful of people who are closest to us, uh, obviously more than just ourselves. And, and so Christians gather together in congregations. And the gathered believers together gather around the word and the sacrament. And as Lutherans, we understand what's going on in that public worship service uh, through an old German term, Gottesdienst. Uh, and it's, a, it's kind of a play on words. Uh, it, it literally means God's service. And then the question becomes, 
does that mean that God is serving us or that we're serving God? And the answer is kind of yes. Uh, it really roots in the fact that God serves us and he brings the gospel to us and he creates faith in us. And then in response to what he's doing and has done in us, it means that our hearts are turned outward to love our neighbors and, and to love God and, and to serve outside of ourselves. It, it's, a, it's, it's a both and type of thing. And this type of a setting because it is corporate, because there's a gathering of people, it tends to be more formal. It tends to be more structured. Um, sometimes it, it can be done in, in ways that are um, very ritual-laden and, uh, and designed to be even beautiful and, and mysterious and all of those kinds of things. And both of those parts of our life, that that private devotional part and then the public worship part are important. You know, it, it can't be just, oh, I do my private devotions, I'm good. Or uh, it shouldn't be that, you know, I do my public worship and I'm good. Both parts are, are part of our life. Um, remember, Reed says that private devotion is the duty and privilege of the individual. This is something that we should be doing. And yet this public worship, on the other hand, it's, it's this privilege and it's this responsibility of the church gathered together. And, and so both require a little bit of, of thought. And today I'd like to take a little bit of time to talk about devotion. And then next week I want to talk about worship, specifically midweek Lenten services. Because as I think about our Lenten prep uh, for this upcoming season of Lent, uh, I'd like for us to think about how we can spend some time in acts of devotion, but also this corporate part, this, this public worship part. So devotion. Very broadly, uh, devotion happens when, when a person is, well, devoted or, or committed to a particular teaching in the Bible that leads to actions that have the effect of showing that the Holy Spirit is at work in that place or in that moment. You know, so just some examples. Um, Bible reading and prayer. That's what most people think of when they, when they hear the word devotion. Uh, and, and it is a proper form of devotion. Uh, but it could be reading sermons or commentaries, you know, which are like the devotion books. See how we use that word for a lot of different things. Um, it, it could be you know, a small group or a prayer group that you're committed to coming together to, to be active in. Uh, uh, devotion could be different kinds of service as well. Uh, cleaning up parks, it could be uh, coming in and, and helping around the church and a, a whole variety of different things. There's a, like I said earlier, devotion can be very broad. If God's word is leading you to an action that you are committed to doing and it helps people to experience God's love and the work of the Holy Spirit is there, great. It's devotion. Uh, but one of the things that we often think of is being connected to God's word and prayer. And during Lent, it tends to be a special time where sections of God's word are commented on and then a prayer is given uh, for those, those days of that, that season, that 40-day season. Uh, 
And one of the places that we turn to is to Lutheran Hour Ministries to find devotions. And at Gloria Day this year, we're going to use Lutheran Hour Ministries, Man of Sorrows, People of Joy devotions uh, for our, our, our congregation uh, in our homes and, and as, indiv- as individuals. And uh, I would like to encourage everybody from the congregation and anybody else who wants to join us uh, to use these uh, starting on Ash Wednesday and take us all the way to Easter. Um, This particular set of devotions, Man of Sorrows, People of Joy, um, it follows Matthew's Gospel, which is the gospel that we're going to be reading from primarily uh, throughout the, the whole church year this year. And These devotions are going to help us to see Jesus as a teacher, a healer, a comforter, but especially as a savior. And we're going to learn how Jesus' crucifixion and his resurrection make joy and and true life available to us now in this life. Now, now, maybe you're wondering, well, where do I get these devotions? Uh, there are a couple different ways to do that. Uh, you can go to LutheranHourMinistry.org. Actually, it's LHM.org. And search for the devotion material. They have all kinds of great resources on there. Uh, check them out. Um, but you can go there and, and you can set, uh, sign up for a subscription to, to get the, these devotions in your email every day. Um, they also uh, have somebody read them, and they record those, and they put them up on different podcast platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, it's probably there. Um, and that's what I do. For my part, when I get up in the morning, uh, they, they have devotions that go through the whole year, um, and I use them throughout the year, and I just listen to their devotion and, and spend a little time, you know, thinking about Jesus and his love and forgiveness for me uh, in the morning. And if you would like to do that that way, that's a great way to get these devotions. At the church, we're going to print some booklets. Uh, And so if you're a paper type of person, you want to have the booklet in your hand, uh, you'll be able to get them here. Lutheran Hour Ministry also has an app. I know it's on the the Apple phone. I assume uh, that it's it's on other platforms as well. Um, But Look it up. Look up Lutheran Hour Ministry Devotion app, and, and you should be able to find that too. So, uh, devotion. It's, a, it's an important part of our life of faith, and it can be very broad. But for our Lenten devotions this year, what I'm encouraging people to do, you don't have to. We, we also have this Bible reading thing, and if it's just too much reading for you, please just stick with the Bible reading. Um, but I, I'm hoping that everybody can participate in this and spend some time thinking about Jesus, uh, the man of sorrows, who, uh, because of his life, death, resurrection, make us a a people of joy. God's blessings. Uh, If you've got benefit out of this, please like it, share it. Um, Feel free to share those devotions with people too. Uh, They're they're going to be very, very good. Anyhow, uh, God's blessings. (music) 